Alrighty, and we are live, boys. What's going on, man? How are we doing tonight? Fantastic. Thank you for the booze. Thank you for the food. It's my first time here. House is beautifully done. Clearly, your wife's doing. She's but dude, phenomenal. She's killing it, man. You know, I um, so I had this thing on my uh, on my uh, my credit card account, so I get a, a notification for fifty dollars or more. Uh, so um, I feel like sometimes she does like a lot of small purchases, so I don't get that notification. Uh, when I come home one day and I see a new tree, I see like all the nutcrackers <laughs> over here and shit, man. I'm like, she got the strategy, bro. She got the vision way ahead of time. You married correctly, then. You see, you know what I'm saying. How are you guys liking this whiskey? Oh, it's good, man. It's yeah. smooth as hell. Yeah, smooth. Thank um, you for having us, brother. Oh, Seriously, man. 100%, man. I appreciate you guys being on here, man. Yeah. Thank you for having us. Yeah. I'm Ranji. Always a good choice. You know, man, I actually am a big gin guy, bro. So, like, I'm, I've always been on, like, um, like gin and club soda with, like, a lime. Like, you know, like that spritzer type yeah, shit. You know yeah, what I mean? Okay. And, like, once I started hanging out with the Malu crowd, like, yeah. not to, like, right, right, not to generalize here, mm-hmm. man, but, like, the they got me on the Hennessy and the whiskey. <laughs> right? That, yeah. Like, a couple staples, yes. man. Oh, yeah. Um, I think at any and every wedding we've played that, there's there's always Hennessy. There's always Glenn Fedeck or Glenn Levette, right? Dude, yeah. 100%, man. And... Um, are you, you guys are big into whiskey? I'm assuming. Oh hell yeah! Yes, definitely. Yeah. What's a what's a, like a go to whiskey? Like this one's like a special occasion one. Uh-huh. What's like a go to one for you guys? A go to? Um, I mean, for me, I'm a little different from the rest of the community, and I, I mean, I'm more into whiskey. So Lagavulin 16 years is my personal Lagavulin. favorite. I love the smoky whiskey. That's what I'm saying. It's a little peaty. You know? Yes, I, I love that. that okay. okay. Uh, yeah, I would say any Glen. Glen. Yeah. 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 I um, you know, I I I tried to. To have like an Irish whiskey phase, mm-hmm. but it's like different, man. Oh, it's yeah. like it's not as like it's not in that category of like classy scotches. You know what I mean? Like you can't even call it that. No. It's a whiskey at that point. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Even though the Irish were the first actually to create whiskey, they don't call it scotch. Scotch only comes literally from the English and Scotland for obvious reasons. Right. But yeah. Um, Irish whiskey. I, I I like my Irish whiskeys, but they're completely different. They're not. They don't have that, those smooth qualities in a sense. But yep. Yep. They're very. You have to have that specific taste. Yep. So like, if you guys are like you, if you guys are at a wedding performing, right? Yeah. You guys obviously get to take advantage of the open bar. What's the What's the cocktail? Like, what are you getting? Hennessy soda, Hennessy pineapple. All Those right. two are the go-tos, man. Hennessy, yeah. Hennessy pineapple juice. Pineapple juice. Oh yes. Yo, yeah. I haven't had that one, dude. Oh, you have to. Try you got to get bro. me on one of it's those. A it's a staple, man. <laughs> okay. It's right. a Malu staple that I've never actually seen myself, and Jonathan was the one who introduced it to everyone else in the band. Yeah. But it's actually phenomenal, dude. Um, can't go wrong. You too. Yeah. Same? Definitely. Yeah. Yeah, man. I like. I'll, I'll stick with the gin and soda, but like, depending on like the crowd, I kind of like a henny ginger, dude. Oh yeah, yeah, that's fair. If yeah, they got that man, yeah. like the ginger beer, like really cuts the edge off of it, dude. So I'll like, um, it just really depends on who's who I'm with. You know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah. um, oh, yeah. like when sometimes I don't want to be that oddball out, like having like a a crystal clear drink when everyone's like, you know what I'm saying? Like a brown <laughs> drink and stuff like that. I'm just like, dude, I gotta I gotta go with the flow on this one, dude. Brown drinks are common at every Indian wedding. Yeah, man. It's funny because like even like at the Guju things, it's Jack and Coke. That's okay. the staple, man. Like, and I'm like. I don't even know where that comes from, you know? Like, um, I guess, like, like you, I, I bet, like, some Indian person was like, oh, like, you know, Johnny Walker, you know, fancy, you know? And, like, they're like, this is the drink now, right? I, I don't know, man. Yes. Um, but, like, uh, when I was in college, I used to watch these, like, Day in the Life videos of, like, Wiz Khalifa and stuff. And he was always on the gin, dude. And I was like, the, the Bombay Sapphire bottle yes. looks really cool. So I was like, let me try that out. And, like, it does not taste good by itself. 
but it tastes really good when you mix it with things. Yes, you know, it's absolutely. very subtle, like lemonade and stuff like that. Yeah. You know, um, so like then I started sticking with that. You know, that was like the. But when dude, I was just talking to Melissa today. So like I didn't start drinking until I was twenty one, right? Um, so like um, the first thing I went to was like tasty beverages, right? Okay. So fair. one time, like you know, a group like we were in like Sasa and stuff in college, and like some of the girls came over and they brought rum chata. I was like, this is fucking awesome, dude. And I was like, I'm a new drinker, right? Yeah. So I um I, I was I had a phase. Well, even when I was out with the guys, I'd be like, yo, at the bar, like rum chata shots. Like you know what I mean? Like what that's the fuck awesome. is that? That's a that's more of a Christmas drink for me, but I think yeah, no, the very first drink I had it, um oh, hopefully my parents were not listening, but when I was actually twenty in college. Up until then I was just like pretending to take shots, just chucking it behind my shoulder. But yeah, when yeah, I was yeah. twenty, I'm like, you know what? Pass my physics final. Let's go. Let's drink a bunch of wine. <laughs> let's drink go. a whole bottle. That was my very first drink. Um, Is it wine? Yeah, not a big wine guy. Wine anymore. will get you. Yeah, dude. wine will definitely definitely get you, man. Like and like the red wine. Like if you have a red wine hangover, dude. Yes. That's worse than I think any alcohol yes. hangover, man. That's I agree. Worst. Um, <laughs> but no, man, dude. I appreciate you guys doing this with me tonight, dude. I'm I'm really excited, right? And I know, like before, before we hopped down, we were talking about some bigger life things. But dude, I'm really, I'm really, really excited to dive into um, some of your um, specific items, like Coach Avito beats, right? So, so do you guys know any of the the history behind like gender and like stuff like that? Um, do you guys know any of it? Like, is that does that resonate with you when you guys prepare for things? Uh, definitely. I mean, I think. Jeffrey, Jonathan, and I are relatively well-versed, but I think Jonathan has a better track record because he actually went to yeah. India and trained saw that. with them, so he knows all about this on yeah. a next-level yeah. basis. Yeah. yeah, yeah. tell me a little bit about that, man. Yeah, so uh, Chenda is a cylindrical instrument. It's made out of jackfruit tree, and the skin around it is a leather skin, um, and it's determined by like the tension of the ropes. So it's handmade and it's pulled and things like that so you bring this instrument to the states and it's a different climate here yeah you know things it gets detuned so quickly yeah so you know every couple months i have to get it re-robed and tuned aside the rate you're probably using it too. oh yeah exactly every couple months man what's the um so like um what like what is the like what did this start with like when did this whole gender thing not for you guys but like historically like what is the purpose of it like what was it used for back in the day if you know mm -hmm. so it's a i don't know too much of the details but it's a traditional hindu instrument mm -hmm. right so it's played at temples any religious events things like that that's what it started with yeah. right and then there's different i'm not going to go too much into the details with it but there's so many different type of marams and uh rhythms so like there's party style you know yes. like hype type of rhythms and then there's also traditional rhythms that are played in front of the temples and things like that yeah so that's kind of where we stepped in you know yeah. with the more like the less traditional stuff the more party beats and things like that that make people hype we we started incorporating that into our weddings yeah yeah, yeah. you know like i think as um you know as like as a uh, as young like south asian folk right as as we we have our own flavor right like we're american born yeah and we keep a lot of the american traits but we're indian too right yeah exactly. and we keep a lot of that too and every indian kid has their own flavor of that yes. right like you guys bring the party beats from a traditional instrument yeah into like the 21st century right yes no and, that's, that's exactly it right that's your craft but like i i'm always interested to hear like 
you know, as as experts in your craft, right? You guys have probably done your deep dive, right? On like where this come from. Like this was part of my childhood. This is mm. part of my heritage and things like that. I just wonder if that plays a part in like when you guys perform. Definitely. I mean, for Jonathan, he learned with his dad and some of his dad's mentors, you know, ever since he was a child. Yeah. Me personally, I don't actually have that background when I learned Chenda um, as young as he did. Actually, if anything, I first picked up the Chenda three years ago. So for me, it's very brand new. But, you know, growing up in a Malu family, watching all these Malayali uh, films, um, you know, seeing how they uh, celebrate different events, religious events or cultural events in India, I- I've seen that in person yeah. as well. Um, I was able to pick that up pretty quickly yeah. because, you know, I remember it's um, for, from my aspect, I didn't see more of the religious side because, you know, we're Catholic, so I didn't see the Hindu temples. But I saw it, at, you know, when people were out celebrating, um, whether it be Christmas or just celebrating, you know, um, something going on for family or some, something in the city. You'd see the whole procession of people, whole bunch of drummers. You know, you see, you see the caravan of people, the elephants, yeah, and all that. Yeah, yeah. And that in itself, that actually resonated with me. You know, growing up. Yeah, that that's so. It's so interesting. Um, like you took that right from that experience, and um, like the um, so like like going back into the day, right? Mm-hmm. Like you know, if I when I read like history books and stuff like that, and you talk about like like archaic religious experiences right a lot of time what they would do is play a drum for a long period of time because that repetitive sound like puts you in a trance right so they would use like these types of instruments for like euphoric experiences you know or like religious out-of-body experiences and things like that and you know like to see i'm i don't know if the agenda was used for that maybe right but to see a progression of it into like the present day is so so interesting for me that it sticks around in that way you know absolutely um, but yeah go ahead i think in a sense it, it to this day i think it brings people into this kind of trance but in this case it's more like uh more to celebrate you know weddings celebrating the re, uh, the union of two people two families to to bring people into a uh, a partying mood into a hey congratulatory mood yeah. so that does you're absolutely right so what started re- completely religious we've taken to you know celebrate and enjoy marriage yes so yep so actually what you're talking about like that three hour four hour thing it it's played back home traditionally like that right but given in like us being wedding performers you know we have five minutes to play so we give that snapshot right of what people want to hear yeah but there is usually that climax i mean like marilyn's or rhythms are supposed to be played for hours on end you know starting with that slow progression and building up yeah and creating that memory right right um but you know people because people have such a short attention span a lot of people you know when we have that five minutes we try to keep it pretty energetic people pretty upbeat at yeah that time, i mean you know? it's like like you know as as time has gone on that mm-hmm. instant gratification right like people want it quickly right like um like your um performance at um melvin and serena's wedding like you guys came in hot right yeah. you, you guys a commanded attention right that room had like 400 people in it probably yeah. when you guys came in everyone stopped everyone shut up right because they're like these guys are here yeah. you know and what was like i said again going back to the theme of it is like this is a very traditional thing it's like you know she's here or he's here we're doing a little bit of thing for he's here but at the same time we're fucking head bobbing in the audience like this is a sick beat right you got a you got a trumpeteer there you got some of the frills on it that are bringing it into the 
the new age. Do you know what I mean? And like, I think, you know, we were talking about like some of my like old school religious experiences, right? With like, you know, breaking away from things like that. And what's frowned upon, I think, is sometimes bringing it into the 21st century, right? Like trying to make it relatable for like common culture and things like that, right? You guys are wearing the mundas, you guys have the traditional things going on, but like you're making it relatable in a way that people still want it, right? And I think that's part of your craft. Am I wrong? You're absolutely right. I mean, it always takes someone else to explain what they see for me to understand really what it is, but you're absolutely right. I think part of it is, you know, we have to represent the culture back home the way, you know, the uncles and aunties are used to it. But we also in USA want to bring another level of hype to our, you know, our, our generations. But that being said, there's nothing wrong with do uh killing two birds with one stone right having both so that's where yeah even though people have a low attention span or maybe there's not enough time when we're there we're there you know we hit hard we hit fast we get everyone uh, paying attention to the bride the groom us obviously because that's that's the only time we have yeah but then in, in that short time that we have we've learned to you know master the craft to the point where like everyone is relatively everyone is pleased yeah you know, we can't please everyone right. but i think we do our very best to represent the culture in all age groups for any occasion really mm-hmm. um one thing that i like to bring in particular is the church exits that we normally do yeah you know the brian groom step out for the very first time as officially you know one and that's when we go hard you know and everyone blows up at that you know and yeah. that's that's something that's um a bit newer in my experience where it's not only it's not just the religious aspect, but it's like, hey, we're here to celebrate you. We're going to do it now. We're going to do it hard. Because yeah. you are coming in strong into this new life that you've built for yourselves. So we're going to come in as strong for you. Dude, I love to hear that type of stuff, man. Because you know the thing is, is like, um, I, I love that part of like Malu ceremonies, right? But for that reason. Yeah. Because... You know, we, we don't have that. Like, you know, so, like, Hindu people have that, like, a vidai, right? So it's, like, a sad thing. Like, you know, it's, like... It's very... It's melancholic. Mel- like, yeah. people cry during yeah. it, you know, like, whatever, you know. So, but for for you guys, right? For you guys, you take something that people... It could be ordinary, right? It could be, oh, they're just... They're getting out of the church, walking off the party bus, you know? Yeah. But you guys stop it, right? Yeah. You guys stop it. We and, stop everyone And you tribes. make it a moment, you know what I mean? Yeah. And you get people, like... You, it's like it's like chaos, man. It's like wild for a minute, for, for whatever long time it is, right? It's like people are just like going wild. People are like, they're moving their bodies. They're like, convul- you know what I mean? They're yeah. kind of like in it. And you guys make that happen, right? Yeah. And one thing that I'll see you doing in a lot of like the videos, you know, Jonathan, is like, mm-hmm. like you're, you're razored in, right? Like you're not looking down. You have like a gaze. Like, you know what I mean? It's like this. Yes. You're locked in. Yes. And I'm like, holy shit. <laughs> like this guy, this guy. This guy's doing it, man. Yes. This guy is in X Factor mode, you know? And what I'm thinking about, like, is a lot of things, right? But, like, what I'd be interested to hear more about is, like, so you guys practice a lot, right? Yeah. But how do you account for that? How do you account for the variability in, like, reading the audience, right? Because I feel like you, you can practice for it, but it's, like, an on-the-spot thing, right? Correct. So, like, is that just, like, years of doing this or... I think it's there's definitely an experience 
aspect. Um, to be fair, in my opinion, I think everyone else in the group has way more musical experience than me. Sure. Um, whether it be, you know, middle school band, high school, whatever, or Jonathan who travels to learn all this. Um, so a lot of it is experience. But after, in my opinion, I think after doing, you know, four or five of these gigs, you should be able to read the room if you're a part of Quetzal Beatles Beats. Okay. And, and I honestly can say that everyone in our group can definitely read the room. You know, they know when to turn it up. They know when to simmer it down. But above all else, whatever they do, they know to bring the sauce. Yeah. You know, it, it doesn't matter. If the room is dead, we're bringing the sauce. Okay. Because that's what we're there for. Yeah. That, we owe it to the couple. We owe it to the clients to bring the sauce. Right. Right. But uh, to answer your question, yeah, I think it's experience. Experience not in just drumming, in music. No, it's it's experience in being at the venue, being being at a gig like this. Right. Right. Do you agree? What do you think? Yeah, absolutely. <clears throat> and one thing, my, my brother, Jeffrey, he's yeah. the guy that runs all this stuff behind the scenes. Yeah. He told me, he's like, does not matter what's happening outside. You guys lock in as a group, feel each other's energy, and just keep going. Does That's not matter awesome. what's happening. Yeah, you know. So I've I've brought that to the table, and every every performance I think about what he says. Yeah, you know, in, in terms of that, and just like, you know, keep the energy going. Yeah, so. dude, Jeff with the 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 advice all the time, man. <laughs> yeah, the knowledge, yo, so Jeff. Right. He's Jeff, you gotta hop on with us, man. Yeah. You gotta do another. Bro, one that, that's another thing. When I see this guy, you know, we we feed off of each other's yeah, energy. Yeah, we feed you know? off of each other. I mean, Jonathan and I will be traveling, you know, across the country, and it's just us two sometimes. Mm -hmm. So it could be nerve-wracking. Yeah. Uh, Los Angeles, for example, we, we traveled for the first time ever to Los Angeles, and we, we literally need no one there. Yeah. You know, and it was just us in a, uh, in a room full of, like, 800 people, and all eyes were on us because we were the only guys there, and they're like, oh, what are these instruments? Like, what's going on? Like, oh, is that a gender from back home? And it, it, to me, it was relatively nerve-wracking, but then I, you know, I turned... To Jonathan, I'm like, wait, this is my boy. We go way back. He's got me. He's got me, yeah. and I got him no matter what. So we feed off each other, you know, no that's matter the, what. I think that's like the strongest thing in the world, man. Like mm -hmm. when you have that, yeah. like you have, and like you can go forward without any fear yeah. or even any like nerve, you know. So like for example, you get to the point where you're not even like you don't even need to really zone in on what's down here, right? Because that's coming naturally, right? And you got the periphery. You're like looking mm -hmm. around, you know? To me, that's like, like that comes from your squad, right? Yeah. That comes from your squad. Even if you mess up a little bit, they're going to adjust, right? They're going to be like, oh, I know him. I know him better than maybe he knows himself. You know what I mean? I know he's yes. about to like hiccup a little bit, yes. you know? I And I, I see that time and time again with like what you guys do on social media, right? It's like It's like everyone's looking at each other. Right, no one's looking down. Yeah. Everyone's really, really good at what they're doing, and they they're like they're reading. What's um what what are you doing? What are you doing? Or you're looking at him. He's looking at you. You know what I mean? And it's like this like communication with no words. Bro. Exactly. And that's music. That's music right yes. there. It's like you said, music can be spiritual, but in in all honesty, music connects us to one another. Yeah. And I think one of the strengths that we bring, we all as a group bring, is um, we're able to understand one another. Yeah. And there are times when, you know, someone understands Jonathan better than Jonathan might understand himself, you yeah. know, and vice versa. Um, so it definitely helps that we each, we all understand each other's strengths and weaknesses. Yeah. You know, what makes us tick, what makes us go off and go hard. Hey, if Jonathan wants to play a crazy solo, what am I going to do to back him up to keep him in time, you know? To, to complement it. Exactly. To, to make it, like, come yeah. to life even more, right? Yeah. That's, you can't teach that, no. right? That yeah. comes with, like perfecting craft man and like that's that's one of the main reasons i reached out to you guys in the first place to do this thing is like you know like 
I think I think a lot of vendors, like we were talking about before, like they get the ego thing going, right? And it's like I I'm gonna bring a stand the standard thing to you, right? But I'm like, nah, man. Like you're doing things for people's weddings, right? Like it might be something you do every weekend, but it's not something everyone does every weekend, yeah. right? So you ha- like for for me, what's really interesting is how you guys get into the momentum week after week after week, and you continue to bring like the first time energy. You know, because I see it, man. Like, like I've been to a to a, a bunch of weddings where you guys have performed, right? And they've all been equally as hype in their own way, not apples to apples. Right. Like your performance at my wedding was different than your performance at Sam's wedding, but they were equally as powerful. You know. Exactly. So I wonder what you guys do, you know, on the back end and all these things to like get that going, man. So from my end, so Jeffrey and I, we do our very best, and I think Jonathan does a phenomenal job of this too. When we're working with clients, we want to know exactly what their vision is. I think we all, since we all come from like a corporate background, we care about you know meeting client expectations yeah. in a sense, right? So just bringing like a little bit of business and corporate structure into music. But if the client isn't satisfied, then we could play the craziest drum solos in the world, and if that's not what they want, then you know it doesn't matter, yeah. right? Um, that's that's what we do in the back end. We we always we're there to communicate with them. We're we're there to if they don't know what they're doing, we bring them suggestions you know yep uh jeffrey does a phenomenal job saying hey like it's like you said earlier like jeffrey will sometimes say uh say like hey these are the songs you should throw down or hey this is what we think the procession should look like hey let's let the um due to the venue like layout let's have the drummers stationary for these entrances and let them roam around for the other entrances yeah. so like we have a pretty we all have a pretty good idea um even before we're there venue layout client expectations um any uh, any extra factors, right? We we make sure we know those before coming into a venue. Yeah. Unlike other you know potential music groups where they're like, oh, we're gonna show up and we're gonna figure it out on the go. We try our very best not to be like that. Okay. Obviously, there's a lot that you know we have to do on the fly. We let it flow, but there's still those three main things where we have to know ahead of time. Yeah, so you're gonna leave a little room. Yeah. For, like, variability. Yeah, right? and anything that but, can go wrong will go wrong. So it's up to us to figure that out on the fly. But for less things to go wrong, we, we know exactly what we should bring. Yeah, dude, you know? 99% hard work, yeah. right? 1% variability, yeah. right? What do you think? Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely, bro. I feel like the conversations that we have with the clients, just kind of bringing their vision out, Yeah, that's what helps us create that variability between each performance so you know him a little yeah. bit right yeah, like you have sure. a personal connection with him. yeah like i i can speak from experience right with yeah. you yeah um because you know you played at the wedding right yeah and sure. again we were talking about it just before mm-hmm. right yeah. like i i'm not rigid right like i i'm a student like i like to learn a lot so like i i'm never gonna like like i'm gonna tell you what i want from mm-hmm. I, so it's my wedding right i'm gonna tell you what i want from you but i also want to know what you can do like, can you, can you go buck wild on me, dude? Can you show me some that you like, you know what I mean? Because like, if you, if I was put in that reverse role and you were like, yo, Ummer, like, I know you got some down there, dude. Like, bring it up. I'll be like, yo, bet. Like, you know what I mean? You're going to see a new version of me tonight, you know? So like, I feel like, th- like I need to leave room for you guys to do that, right? I don't want to put you in a box. Why would I? You guys right. are creatives, right? right? Like, who, who knows what you can do? right so like like you come to the barath right like it's not your it's not your daily driver right you don't always go to baraths right like sometimes you know you do you sometimes you do it but because i was like dude like we got it we got this right like i'm, I'm gonna stick by you you're gonna stick by me you know kind of what i want you're gonna make it come to life and without even like putting like words to it you did 
right? Like, you made it come to life. Everyone was talking about, like, the dolly at my wedding. They're like, they're like, oh, that dolly you hired was, like, better than anyone. And I'm like, yes, right? Because, one, he's fucking dope as fuck. But two, we stuck together on this, right? Like it was a it was a mind share. I wasn't like, yo, I know everything about weddings. I was like, tell me what you got, man. Tell me what you can do, you know. But um, do you have a lot of clients like that, or is it kind of all over the board? It's all over the board. Yeah. Bro. Some people have specific requests. Some people just say, hey, do your thing. Yeah, yeah. So either way, bro, we 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 try to deliver you bring you know, the best we can. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Because some sometimes I actually do appreciate that when people have specific requests. Mm-hmm. I mean, either way, it works because sometimes you going into another state or going into another territory you may not know, <clears throat> but the the client may have some specific song request or, you know, say that the most of the cl- uh, the people that are attending this wedding like this type of music. It's better to know that, you know, yeah. so we can cater towards their needs. Yeah, man. You know, I like I like the uh, I like the humility that you guys bring. Quite frankly, we none of us have the time for ego. We're all busy with our day jobs and practice, practice, practice. So yeah. um, I think there's no place in music for ego, unless we're rappers, I guess. Um, <laughs> but when it comes to drumming, you can. There's a clear quality difference between the people who are doing it for the ego and the clout versus the people who do it for the sake of doing it. Yeah, you know, and that's why we're always evolving with our music. Yeah, and that's the thing. Like I. And you hit it right on the head. It's like, you know, even with the podcasting I'm doing, like I'm not claiming to be a podcaster, right? I'm I'm not like an expert at it, but like I'm doing it to do it because I I don't know if it's gonna be good for me or not, mm-hmm. but I think it is. Just like maybe drumming is not good for you. Maybe it maybe it is. Maybe it's not. But you guys are being students of it. Yes. You're not claiming that you're the best at it. No. You're like, dude, I I do this as a thing. You know, this is like a, a, a hobby of mine. Yeah. And if you guys want to link up on it. Let's link up on it. I can take that every day of the week for someone who's like, I'm the best at this shit, and you are honored to be in my presence. Like, <laughs> no, I'm not, dude. Yeah, I'm yeah, not, really. Yeah, like, yeah. I, I could go to anybody and, like, hire a drummer, right? Yeah. But I want to go to someone who is who likes this, yeah. right? Who's thinking about it, even outside of our conversations, right? Like, you're doing your thing, like, on Instagram. You're showing your practices, right? You're showing that you're hustling. And I'm like, this dude, even if, like, like weddings were in the mix, I feel like you'd be doing that. Yeah, absolutely. I right. mean, like in yes. 2020, when the pandemic hit and 98% of our weddings were canceled or moved forward, we were still all practicing on a weekly or, you know, a bi weekly basis. Whether or not there were weddings, we're all practicing chanda, drum set, marching snare, whatever. And if anything, we've we improved our, all of us. Yeah. As a whole, we've improved because of that. Yep. So to this day, I think, yeah, you're right. I mean, yes, we're performers and yes, we're, uh, you know, I mean, we're, we're a startup, we're a business. But to be fair, it, it really is about the music. Yeah. It's about representing the culture and it's about combining the two so that we create a phenomenal wedding night for the bride and groom. And I love that. I love that you have that contribution you know what i mean like you can make someone's like memory yeah. for the rest of life like yeah. you can no, and, like, and that's why i'm honored to be at all these weddings like i mean i'm just a dude from you know displays like <laughs> i play some drums so like thank you for like i quite literally you know tell my brian groom thank you for having us here you know like i genuinely i'm honored that you considered having us as a group yeah. i'm honored that you've considered having me there you know so of course i'm gonna go all out for y'all and that takes a different shape and form at every other way yeah. right? but that's the whole point 
I don't walk into. I don't think anyone has walked into a wedding from Coach Vila Beats. Like, oh, we're in the house. Respect yeah, like, us now. Right, right. Like Coach Vila Beats is here. You know, yeah. like I, I think that like it's it's such like you know when you guys are like like we were talking about before like where you guys feed off each other, right? And I think like the best form of competition comes from that type of dynamic, yes. right? It's not actually about the end result. Yes. But again, you're saying, hey, Manu, let me show you what I'm gonna do right now, right? Mm-hmm. Match me on that. Yes. Right? I'm sure that's happened with you guys, right? Absolutely. Time, right? And, time <laughs> and time again, yeah. anyone outside of Coach Vito Beats can even also attest that Jonathan <laughs> and I have a uh, crazy rivalry that's actually started since like 2008 when right? we first met. So yeah. yes, absolutely. Yeah. But how how bonding is that that that? Rivalry, right? It's yeah. it, that's that, that rivalry is actually brotherhood, right? He so, is yeah. my brother from another yeah. mother, Let's and I'll go. always love yeah. him for it. Because without Jonathan Thomas, I wouldn't be here today. Yeah. Love it, love Dude, it. Going so going back to what you were saying, bro. I'm like, still the better drummer, though. <laughs> yes, <laughs> it was. Yo, when it becomes a passion before it becomes a business, it's something else, man. It becomes part of your life, you know. Yeah. Like I started playing chanda when I was two. You know, like watching my dad play at the church yeah. like, in the early 90s, you know? Yeah. It, it it becomes something. And then I was going back to India and learning with the traditional Ashan, an instructor, you know, who was playing Chanda traditionally and, and going to him every year and then also incorporating like drum set, you yeah. know? Five, five, six years old, that's when I started at Quinlan and Fabish. That's where like Quinlan my first... Quinlan and Fabish? Yeah, dude. it's like... Yeah, that's oh where I started too. God, yeah, dude. So actually, that's what I was going to say. I like I started my first lesson when I was five, six years old, right? Wow. Between five and six. And I saw another guy on the roster, right? It was like, Manu Sunny, who is this dude? You know, like, it, he was the only other Malu dude in the game yeah. playing drum set at that time, you know? like. So you guys know each other since you were five? Uh, so we, we knew of each other. I actually did not meet him until a little later, and I'll get to that story in a bit. But yeah. we we had the same drum instructor without realizing it. Yeah, so I was. Um, if you were five or six that time, I was probably ten or so. Yeah. yeah. So my mom had the virtue. Thank you, mother, uh, for <laughs> teaching or trying to get me to learn music instead of karate, um, which actually worked out because. I had a knack for it growing up. I I couldn't play any other instrument though, but drums. Like for some reason, I had a skill, and it it all started at Quinlan and Fabish. Quinlan Fabish, bro. So yeah. like I play the viola. Oh, I like it. So like um, I uh know all about Quinlan and Fabish. Oh really? Damn, yeah. bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude. Like I, you know, not to like derail the conversation yeah. too hard, but like so I um. I played the viola growing up, and, like, my dad was, like, all child prodigy about it. Like, he was, like, private tutors, mm-hmm. got to be in the best orchestras, IMEA, like, all this stuff. Do you know what IMEA is? Yeah. Yeah, yeah so, like, all that stuff, man. That's so, like, impressive. I was, like, really, really into it, but not in a passionate way mm-hmm. where it was, like, something I would do outside. You know what like I mean? I was good at it. Like, yeah. I was in the top orchestras, right, all that stuff. But it's, like... Man, music took... It, it took on, like, this, like, corporal punishment vibe for me. And I was, like... You know what? I need to I need to reform my relationship with music because yeah. it needs to be like like flowy. You know, what I mean, it needs to be something yeah. that like is natural and makes me into a better person and gives you that like kind of friendly competition that you guys are having, mm-hmm. right? And like only as of like the past five years has that has that been happening for me, right? But like what like we we're talking about right before this is like music has therapeutic effects to it, man. Yes. And when you turn that into something that's like not it. You're you're doing it a disservice, yeah. you know. Exactly. No, you're spot on there. Um, for me, I think I, I speak for Jonathan and Jeffrey as well. Like, I mean, you know, Jonathan's a PT. Jeffrey works in a hospital, and I mean, I run client services and all that. But um, 
music is the way we de-stress. Right. You know, exactly. it's it's our way to just turn off all corporate America and you know college and all that, and just focus on enjoying ourselves and just enjoying something that we can create. Something I could that be, flows from in, inside us. I could be wrong, but like cause I don't see you guys in your normal like day to day environments. But I, I guarantee you guys smile the most when you do your Coach of Beetle Beat stuff. Absolutely, bro. Right? Spot on. Yeah? Like, My friends have said that, so I, I'm inclined to agree. Yeah. I mean, this this money has got a permanent fucking creepy <laughs> smile on when he's playing the dude. He's locked in, bro. He's locked in. <laughs> Whereas Jeffrey and Jonathan always roast me for having the thinking face whenever I'm playing. Okay. Bro, I swear, drummers make the ugliest faces, dude. dude. They're in their true. zone, bro, is something else, man. Yeah. Dude, like, I, I can... If I had the opportunity, like, so I was, um, you were doing, so, you know, today I was texting about, like, um, subscribing to the YouTube channel. Yeah. So, like, I was looking at some of your YouTube stuff, right? Mm-hmm. And you were doing this, like, remix to, uh-huh. like, a thing. And you're slapping the fucking thing hard, yeah. man. And there's no way you can keep, like, a a cheesy <laughs> smile, right? Like, <laughs> like you're, like, yeah. just engrossed, man. Like, you're fucking smacking the shit out of that Jenna, bro. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, this is not a smiling activity, bro. Like, you're going to make an ugly-ass face for that. Dude. There's no way you can be normal, you know? No, definitely not. Dude, it's it's funny because sometimes my brother's like, dude, try to look normal. No, don't try to look yeah. normal, bro. Yeah, don't yeah. try, to look, don't try to look normal, man. If you look normal, you're not going to sound clean. You're not going to sound good. No, nah, man, dude, What what is normal? Exactly. Yeah, like, what is like, like, it's relative. Like, yeah. don't don't try to do anything else, but like, do what you want to do, man. Like, I like, you know, what I'm saying, like, like when you when you do that shit, I'm sitting there like in the back, like, yo, shit, yeah, like I'm like, yo, I want to see that more often because, dude, you realize like how put together we have to be every moment of the day, man. Mm-hmm. Like, dude, let it go, bro. Like, let the shit just come through your body and just like. You know what I mean? Like, hit it. Absolutely. It definitely helps to unravel yourself every once in a while. Because we do it on a weekly basis and it shows. Dude, you know, like, as polished adults, like, we we lose that grit, right? Like, and that's one of the reasons, again, like, why I connected with you guys, right? Because, like, yeah, you know, as an adult, like, I want to be refined. I want to talk well. I want to have good vocabulary. I want to be, you know what I mean? But what I I don't want to lose is that grit, that young boy energy, right? I want to be like... Man, I want sometimes I want to do something just cause like I want to do it. Like I, I don't need to have like a a financial goal tied to it. I don't need to have like a a reason, right? Yeah. Like I just want to go hard one day because I get a euphoria from that. I get a a high from that, you know. And I'm connecting with people who are doing that all the time. Who are like, you know what? Fuck all the clout. This is what I do, bro. Like you know what I mean? Like. Uh, yes, it, if you do it, it's good to put that structure around it. You know what I mean? It's good to have a team. But, like, either way, do it. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't do any of this for the clout. I never have. I've never understood social media, nor do I care for it. I care about creating music and creating a, a phenomenal day that will live in everyone's memories. Dude, like, that would be reward enough, right, for me. Yes, like, for me, too. Like, yes. I wouldn't need any recognition for being, like, I'm... I made your wedding day a little special. You know what I mean? Like I, I did. You know, and um, and you don't need to tell me about it. You don't need to even say thank you, because I like I know that it was better because I was there. You know, and no strings attached. This is just like what runs me. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? And I see that from you guys, like on everything, and I see that from you guys when you're talking. You know, like like when I was telling um your brother about that, when I was mm-hmm. telling Uni about that last week, or you know when we were at that at that party, like the the 
the appreciation and his nods. He was like, I was just saying, like, man, like, you guys, like, you guys are good, dude. You guys, and he, like, just the appreciation is, like, he didn't even say, like, you know, he didn't even say anything, you know? He was so humble about it. But he was like, thanks, you know? He's like, thanks, man. That means a lot. And I was like, dude, even in this moment, like, you're humble, bro. Like, you don't care about, like, any of the financial part of it, about the, you know, you're just like, dude, I, I made your day well. Like and right. I, I did something good for you, and like if that if I if that's all I did, mission accomplished. Yeah, absolutely. And when you think about it, and I think most people after their nine to fives, they just go home and they they spend their weekend just hanging out, drinking, and whatever. I get to go every weekend and you know throw a party. Yeah. I get to be a part of someone's special moment. Yeah. And itself is reward enough. And and I keep telling Jonathan like, dude, th- think about it like this: we're in thousands of photos and videos, and we don't know about this. Yeah. 100%. But people are sharing our stuff. Like, they're sharing it to one another. Like, oh, check this out and check that out. Hey, this was our wedding day. It was phenomenal. Do At the end of the day, I think that in itself is gratification, even though we'll, we'll never actually witness it ourselves. But yeah. that that in itself, like you said, making someone's wedding day better, that's enough for us. That's enough. That's enough. Um, so I was... Um, so I was doing a bit of a deep dive on your guys' Instagram, you know, things like that. So I saw, I just like, I always like to go back to the first post, right? Mm. So I think it was like in March of like, like 2018. Mm. And you guys were doing like a, like one of those, was it a Ciro like, like festival? Like, tell me more about that. I, I'm, I'm, that's offensive the way I said it. <laughs> I actually don't recall what our first Instagram it was, post so, so, was. Is um, this the picture of you, Je- uh, you, Jeffrey and Huey? Outside of a church in a festival? No, no, it was a yeah. video no, it was um, with mask off. Pedernal. It's Pedernal. Mask off. Like Explain you guys are... what Pedernal is. Oh, okay, yeah. So I think, okay, so Pedernal is, um, it occurs the weekend of uh, July 4th every year. That is the celebration of um, our church uh, coming to fruition. So when, when you know, our community moved from India to America, they started this church, Ciro Malabar, in Chicago. And uh, technically it's birthday, or Pernal, is the 4th of July weekend. So every year, and this is actually how we all met, most of us. Yeah. Um, we all come together for celebrations and all that. We all got together because, um, you know, the church asked for, you know, musical performances, all that. So drummers all around got together. Um, you know, his parents, uh, my people and all that. We got together and, you know, played a little bit and, like, trained and we played this. So every year, um, we will play for the community at Pernal. So yeah. I think that is the very first Instagram post that you're speaking of. But, yeah, That's so this will be a church um, and we'll have a procession. We'll walk around the neighborhoods and it's hilarious because all the people will come out of their houses like, oh, man, this is lit. Yeah. You know? <laughs> it's like, like a parade, bro. Yeah, it's a parade and people join, people dance and jam with us. And Never seen anything like that, man. Yeah. Like, we, don't, we don't have that stuff, bro. So that's actually how we all know each other That's because sick, we celebrate the church awesome. on a yearly basis. Mm-hmm. Um, so that, I believe, is what you're talking about, your, yeah. the first Instagram post. Yeah. So actually, like, what you're talking about, it's been happening for a long time, right. even before I was born, right? Yeah. Um, but in that, that year, 2017, I believe it was, that, that post was made. My dad was actually someone that kind of sparked this up. He was okay. like, hey, man, you guys should play to some music, you know? live music and he's like you're in the marching band let's let's grab some guys from you know the people that you know and i have a bunch of buddies that play brass instruments so he's like hey let's let's do something let's bring the culture back yeah so i have i have some talented buddies that they put some stuff together and you know we had a couple song requests from my dad and we started with that stuff 
And then my brother was, he's the guy that kind of sparked this whole thing. He's like, hey, let's let's try something new. Let's let's make this relatable, just like you said. Let's yeah. make it relatable to our generation. So yeah. at that time, Future Song was popping off. Messed you know, up, that right? summer. Yep. <laughs> yeah, dude. So we made that cover. We added our our cultural flair to it. Mm-hmm. And that's when that came out. You know? I love it, man. I love it. Yeah. The, um, like, uh, it's like, so you guys do this thing, like, when you guys do your agenda, like, you yeah. guys, like, will, like, lean in every yep. now and then. Yes. And, like, I think the coolest part is that, is that, like, like you'll have, like, like, like me, someone like me in the audience, like, leaning in. Like, you guys yeah. are, like, doing it. I'm like, let's go, you know, every <laughs> single time. Like, and, like, when I was watching that video, I was, like, leaning in. I was, like, l- like leaning into the screen. I was, like, all right, all right, all right. Awesome. Let me jump into this. You know what I mean? Let me see. Bro, it's people like you that, like, really look into the details of this that it, yeah, it just funny. makes us so yeah. happy, man. Like, it makes us feel like. Because yeah. you're actually seeing it yeah. from that perspective. And the truth is, like, even to this day when I lean in like that, I do it naturally without even thinking about it. Like, I'm just grooving to the music, grooving, you know, enjoying the time with people. So, for me, it comes naturally. But, like you said, like, I've noticed also people, like, jamming in and dancing around to that specific, you know, that kind of movement. So, yeah. Yeah. Dude, so thanks I mean, for noticing. Oh, 100%, man. Like, I, I'm tuned into you guys, right? Like, I... um like I wouldn't have asked you guys here if I wasn't. You know what I mean? Like sure. I, I'm like I'm along for the journey. You know what I mean? I'm I'm watching you guys do your thing, man. Like cheers, boys. Cheers, brother. Um, no, nah, man. I uh, I uh, anyone who can have that effect on a crowd. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like like, for example, um, so my so like my mom is like really like all about the traditional Indian music, right? So like I showed her like a college like tiny desk concert. Okay, you you guys have you seen those? Yeah. yeah. So I showed her a college tiny desk concert, and like I was noticing her, and she was like head bobbing, and like the thing about that is, is like when you have true like talent, it's gonna be cross cultural. It's gonna be cross like time. It's yes. gonna be like it's gonna be timeless. Yes. So like like the fact that like I I didn't know you guys right like before that before this before twenty eighteen, and then like, you got someone like me just like leaning in like rocking back and forth. That's that's some shit, you know what I mean? That's some that's powerful, man. And you can't ignore that. Like I I can't ignore that. I can't ignore that. Like when I see like like Manu performing or like you know the whole thing come together, that you know you're making me move, man. Like you're make you're making it an experience for me. You know, yeah. I can't ignore that. Like I gotta tell you guys that. You know, I gotta. You should know that. You should know that you're doing that for people. You know what I mean? That's that's powerful, man. That's. Yeah, no, you're you're a hundred percent right, and I've never thought about it like that. As in, like you know, bring. I mean, obviously, yes, bringing people together, but like in terms of like the the control that we have in the room. If anything, I want people to let go of the control. I want all of our people to let loose and go hard. So right? it's not about the control, <laughs> but, but within that, you know, ability to lose control. Yeah, you're right. We we have some sort of control on the room, and I think, I think, good times for all. You know, and if not, then why are we doing this? Right, right. And like, like I said, no, no ego involved, right? It's not like you guys like know you do that, right? It just happens. Yeah, it happens naturally. Oh yeah, right. Like your people are trying to latch on to your to your to your um, vibe. Yeah. You know, like I am. You know, I'm definitely trying to. Like, like I don't have any type of like you know musical talent, but like if I can just jump around in the background, you know, and make this, you know, an experience for myself included. Yeah. Like why not? Yeah. You know why? Why not? Because, like, you guys are, like, you guys are doing this unremorsefully, right? You guys have no reservation about it. No. And how often, as an adult, do you do things without reservation? 
Like most adults like, can't do that, and that scares the crap out of me. That's right? like the one thing I want to avoid in my entire life. So being here, doing this, showing people that you can actually do something without reservation—that in itself is humbling. But yeah, you're right. We can't do what we do if any of us had reservations. Yeah, That'd if, be. If you guys had any type of reservation, it wouldn't it wouldn't slap as hard, no. right? Like like I wouldn't be leaning in. You know what I mean? I wouldn't be head bobbing. Yeah. Like if if you guys didn't like just completely let go of inhibitions. Yeah. It would be a structured fucking bullshit performance, right? It'd be it'd be like a, a pageant. And I'd be like, nah, man, I, I'm not here for that. I'm here for some raw shit. I'm yeah. here for some shit that I can't really articulate, you know? Yeah. But, like, I know I had a good time. I know I came back. I was sweaty when I came back. You know what I mean? Like, I was jumping around a little bit. I burned some calories tonight, you know? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, bro. I think that's the thing about having that camaraderie with the team, bro. Like, when I, when I bring a group member with me, you know, when I have this guy with me, I'm just like, shit. You know, we're we're gonna just vibe. Yeah. No matter what happens, we're just gonna bring each other up. And that's what helps me bring that energy every yeah. time. Yeah, yeah, man. So um dude, tell me a little bit more about your, your time in India, dude. So yeah, bro, I started that when I was two, right? Yeah. So I so my grandma, um, she used to teach one of her students and her that student's son was a traditional chanda player. And he's the guy who I call my Ashan, my okay. master, right? All right? So going back from grade school every other year, right, I would train for a couple months, like practicing on a rock and playing with a thick-ass stick okay, um, and just playing chanda every year. So then that's where I learned, you know, all these traditional merams and things like that and also some of the hype stuff, right? So then I was thinking, you know, as I grew older, you know, getting to that high school age, 2015, 2016, one, one specific guy from our church said, hey... You know, we're tired of seeing these dole players at these weddings. Like, we want some Molu representation here, Hell right? Yeah. So this is kind of a fast forward. You yeah. Know, Ten years later. Sure. Ten, twelve years later. And I was just like, all right, fine. We've been doing this at the church for so many years. Let's let's play for your entrance, right? So they want the energy, yeah. right? So I saw them bring it back home in India. And, like, I was taught some of that stuff, you know, every other year. And I was like... You know what? We need to bring our own element. We need to make our stuff unique. Yeah. Right? So since that groom um, brought us over and had us just play pure agenda for his entrance, you know, every year from there, we were like, hey, how are we going to make this relatable? Yeah. That's with, hey, mixing contemporary music with our traditional drums, you know? So we're not just purely traditional. We, we respect that stuff and we... We are aware of all that stuff here, but we try to make it our own performance every year. Yeah, you know? dude, I, you know, like, I commend that. Like, in, in the, for, for example, the timelessness of it, right? Mm-hmm. Like, so instead of rejecting, like, the tradition, right, you made it your own. And, like, what we were talking about, right, before we hopped on here was, like, for example, like, when I was in, like, my religious setting, right, like, we were talking about, like, did your parents, like, when you went to college ever talk to you about, like, like, the, the minutia, like, like, sex, like, you know, like, drinking, um, like, drugs, like, how to, how to deal with people from other cultures, right? No, like, the answer for me was no. But what I tried to do in my religious setting was, I, so I was, like, running a youth group, right, at my temple. And when I would try to bring up these topics, they they kicked me out. They were like, no, hmm. you can't. But I'm like, dude, these are the things that Indian youth need to talk about. They need to talk about like, hey, like you're going to start talking to girls. You know what I mean? Yeah. And you're not going to have that supervision. How do you pivot through the conversation? Yeah. Right? And 
you know what? You don't have the tools for that because all we're talking about is scripture. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so, so in in your own way, right? You guys are making something that is traditional, relatable. Yes. And that way, you carry it on, right? You make sure people want to be around this, right? You make sure people like want to stay in the realm of all these things. They don't want to leave it and go cold turkey into right. their own realm, right? Right. So like that's another thing that I can appreciate about what you guys do is because I'm not even involved. I'm not Malu, dude, but I, I want to be involved, right? You make it an inclusive environment for us to be collaborative. You're not like vendors who are not relatable at a wedding. Like I've talked yeah. to Manu at every single wedding that we've been to, right? He's gotten a drink with me. We've cheers. We've said, hey, look, when, when can I come on the podcast, man? Like who else is going to do that for me, right? Like, so you make it relatable for not only your audience as a couple, right? As the, the, the newlyweds, but as an audience member. Yeah. Right? Like I've connected with you guys on multiple occasions. You've made time for me. Yes. I think we do a good job of that because I mean, yeah, we're there as a as a vendor, but we're there because, you know, the people, the community support us. Yes. So if we're not there to, you know, welcome those people, what are why are we doing this? You know, Danny Joseph, for example, we were in Austin last week, right? I didn't know almost anyone there. Yeah. Danny Joseph knew like everybody there. So he was going around, you know, cheersing with everyone, like saying hello, talking, catching up and all that. Yeah. And it was awesome to see that, you know, because there is a huge Malu community there that I didn't. This was my first time in Austin, so I didn't really know anyone. But to see Danny have a camaraderie with everyone, th- that's important. That, that's the that's the guy. part of the community that actually matters, you know, because without yes. that camaraderie, there's really no reason for anyone to get involved in the culture. Danny has an uncanny ability. To yeah. get in with anybody. Right? Yeah, Shout out to that fucking Apu, bro. Get out of my podcast, dude. Dude, going along with that, bro, like I feel like sometimes, you know, with me having the background that I do, all I do is I go in there and just do my thing, right? Yeah. I'm just focused on the drumming. But these guys bring that other side of me. They're like, hey, go and vibe. Connect. Interact. Yeah. Connect. Go talk to them. Have a conversation, yeah. you know? Yeah. Like get out of that shell of just playing the drums, coming out, you know? So I honestly appreciate my boys for Dude. bringing that out of me. You know, my brother, this guy, Danny, all these guys. Yeah, it makes me it makes me really emotional to talk about it, right? Because mm-hmm. when you got a group of dudes that want the best for you, yeah. you've hit the jackpot. Yes. Yeah. Right? You hit it. Because they they truly just there's no there's nothing they're not gonna gain from it, right? They're your boys. They want you to be your best self. Yes. You know what I mean? Like and and when you find that man, you gotta hold on to that shit because, dude, how many people in your life really want the best for you? That's There's true. probably you could probably count them on your one hand, right? Yeah. And and like when you like I said, when you get that group of dudes who you can link up with and you get the momentum going with, man, you you better cherish that yeah. because that's that's few and far in between. Like especially as like a I'm not old or anything like that, but like I'm 30 now, man. And you realize like friend groups and stuff like that. There's some people that'll be around for the good times, right? So. But like who's gonna pull you aside? Who's gonna say, yo, this will be the next step for you? And you know you might not like it, but I'm your boy. And I gotta tell you that. You know, there's not many people who are gonna do that for you because that's tough. That's hard. You know, it's not easy to have that conversation. And most people will shy away from that. You're right. And I mean, me personally, that's what gives me all my power being in this group. It's that I trust all these guys, yeah. you know, and these guys are going to be there for me just like I'm going to be there for them. Yeah. So having people like that, it's it's just, 
that's one of the reasons why you know I stay in the Chicagoland area. Actually, no, that's the only reason I stayed here. Uh, the plan was to move to Maryland three years ago. Oh, really? Three years ago, I was supposed to go to Johns Hopkins and get my master's degree and then live there and work there for the FDA and all that. Sure. But then out of the blue, I got a full-time role with an old family friend, Jomi Joseph, and on top of that same exact week, Jeffrey Cochavito hit me up. He's like, yo, dude. I'm running this. I need your help. Yeah. I'm like, yo, I got you, fam. <laughs> Ever since then, you know, it's just been brotherhood through yeah. and through, you know, um, not just the music, you know, it, it's in and out, in and out of the wedding scene. We've been together. Yeah. Like, three whole years. Yeah. So. And like through that, I'm sure you guys have gone through your personal like ups and downs, right? Mm-hmm. Like, like, dude, I can't, I can't imagine it being easy like you doing your 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 full time gig, right? Yeah. Why are you doing this? I can't imagine it. Like you probably went through your ups and downs, right? Oh, absolutely. You probably went through your mental health issues. You the same way, right? Like you know, COVID was a big thing f- yeah. for everybody, right? Yeah. And I can't imagine that you guys went through it alone, right? And yeah. uh, just just imagine if you didn't have like you know Manu with you, if you didn't have Uni with you, you know, vice versa, right? Yeah. If you didn't have them with you on these gigs, like telling you, man, look, look, dude, we're bros, like. We're gonna get this done. We're yeah. gonna smash this. You know what I mean? That that to me is therapy, dude. That to me can resolve issues for you. For yeah. real, dude. Like six years ago, bro. When I so I was heavily involved in the marching band, drumline. Yeah. That was my whole life in high school, bro. All four years. Getting out of it, my brother was like, "Hey, man." It's like you are so passionate about this. You're gonna miss this, right? You're gonna forget about this with physical therapy school. These six years are gonna eat you away. Yeah. Right. And he was like, you need to think of something to keep up with this. And that's where this whole thing started. So honestly, man, like he's the guy that got me involved with this. Jeffrey, dude. like if you're listening to this, man, shout out to oh, you. Oh, dude, bro. I'm signing this right to yeah. him, bro. You know what I mean? Yeah, man. So him and then this guy coming along, man. So like there have been huge blessings in my life, man. Yeah. Like just bringing out the best of me. And like, like you said, bro, that camaraderie has been huge for me yeah. in terms of like whatever I was going through with school that stress getting away from it for some bit you know like doing performances even if it's for our church yeah you know we're just getting away from all that stuff and just playing our hearts away and that's what like helped us help me especially yeah. forget about like the real you know monday through friday nine to five work life you know? dude i so, could i could i could tear up yeah right hearing you say it to me because like because you know, life is tough, man. Yeah. Like, life will throw shit at you, man. And, like, if you don't have things like you guys have, bro, like, it's going to be hard. Like, yeah. life's going to be tough, you know? And, like, you got a long career ahead of you. You have a long career ahead of you, right? We got You got 30, 40 years ahead of you. Yeah. How are you guys going to do it? Yeah. Without your boys, man. How are you guys going to do it without, like, people that, like, are rooting for you, man? Unconditionally. Yes. That people, are, like, don't have a stake in your success, right? Like, like the yes. Manu doesn't have any like stake in your success and he, sure. you don't have any stake in his success. But aside from that, you guys come together and you through, through tests, through, through pandemics, through tough times with parents and stuff, you guys put it all aside to be there for each other. Yeah. Bro, that is something I kid you not. As you get older, you don't see that as much. People yeah. branch off into their own things, man. They're not there for everybody else, you know? So like I... I can commend that, right? Like, not only the performance you guys put, but the energy you guys give off, right? Like, if, if you encourage me to be closer to my friends, I'm going to keep you guys around a little bit. 
what I mean? I'm going to try to connect with you guys because that like that that look that you guys give each other, that um that nod that you give each other, that that's all I need. I don't need to even hear what it's all about. I need to know that like you guys are, there's somebody out there doing that because you can see it. Exactly. And you can't no one can lie about that. You can see it. Anyone can see it. Dude, you can't luck. like the the um the smile, the smirk that mm. your brother gave me when I said that, you, you know, when I give you guys a compliment, <laughs> yeah, you can't fake that. Yeah. Like that, that's genuine, right? That's genuine fulfillment. Yes. And, bro, we we all try to grind in our careers for a for a for a taste of that, right? Yeah. But if you guys have a full like mouthful of it, yeah, what else do you need, man? No, you're absolutely right. And on that note, I mean, I've learned a lot, you know, going through this journey, you know, being a vendor and learning the business side of things. And I've taken all that and, and the teamwork side of things. And I've taken all of what I've learned in this, in Cochaville Beats, and actually brought it to my professional life. Yeah. And it has actually taken me up the ranks pretty quickly. And I can honestly say that without Cochaville Beats, um, in my other job, I wouldn't be running my own department, you right. know? Right. Um, because it's a soft skills that I learned. It's like how to deal with people and manage stress, not for myself. And mind you, like I have to help manage the stress for the players, for coordinators, for the bride and groom. You know, yeah. like being able to solve problems on the go. That kind of ad hoc, like times a hundred, like that definitely helped me quite literally grow as a as a person, yeah. but also professionally. Yeah, you know, so it actually feeds into one another. Right, right. You know? What's a like like, like um. I mean, I don't want to put you on the spot. But what's like an example of it? Like, give me an example of like something that might have happened. Like, as a, it might have been an issue, right? Yeah. In in, in Coach of Beats, you don't have to put like exact names and stuff to it, but like, give me like a lesson learned. Simplest lesson for me: always have a backup, okay. and not just a backup plan, but a backup. So when I was running my own processes back in my old company, um, every, there were a lot of departments that had to chime in. And if one person was missing, we couldn't conduct our meeting successfully. And that would mean holding off products for big clients like John Deere or Caterpillar. Sure. So from Coach of Little Beats, from having Jeffrey and me stress on each other that we need to have a backup in case something goes wrong, a backup drummer, a backup trumpeteer, I brought that in to the professional setting where, hey, these departments, you guys need to have a backup. If you don't make it, you need to have someone else. Because if you don't, these clients will come back and complain. And lo and behold... Moving forward, we were able to solve a whole bunch of problems without those, you know, main people. So that's actually one quick example that I can think of. Dope, man. Like, like, like failure is not an option, right? No. Like, you're gonna make sure you hit the mark, right? And I've I've never seen a miss from Coach Beetle Beats, right? I've never seen a miss. Um, and I think I think that's a, a perfect example, right? Like when like as as a grown up, right? Like at, and I don't. I'm not gonna say as a man. Like I'm gonna say as a grown up. Like as a grown up. Like you need to commit to that, right? You commit to professional excellence, right? And not for any other reason, but that's what I hold myself to, right? I hold myself to a standard where, like, if I'm gonna come to this interaction, I'm gonna give it my best, you know. And you know, I don't like to connect with people who aren't doing that, mm-hmm. right? I only like to connect with people with people who aren't gonna give me their best version because when you give me your best version. You're going to force me to give me, I'm going to give you my best version, exactly. right? And if we come together on that, that's something like intangible that you can't really put a price on or anything like that, exactly. right? Because like even we go back to the weddings, right? Manu, you're going to give me your best for my wedding. Did I not give you my best? Oh, yeah. Right? right? Yeah. Did I not burn a fucking 
2,000 calories on that day. Was I not <laughs> jumping around with you, you, right? Like I was, I was like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna match you on that, yeah. bro. I'm gonna match you on your energy mm-hmm. because you're gonna force me to be my best self, right? And that's the people I'm trying to surround myself with, right? Like if 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 you're gonna support me, like obviously I'm gonna have my low moments, right? And you're gonna support me through those moments. But if you're gonna like be okay with me being down in in my in my my dumps. Bro, you gotta you gotta get me there, right? Like you gotta get me to a point where I am the best part of myself by leading by example. Yes. And that's what you guys do every single time I see you guys, right? Mm-hmm. Like, like I said, I never see a miss. Like, l- let me see a miss, and then I might talk to you, right? Mm-hmm. But like, I'm not gonna see it. I don't think I'm gonna see it. Like, because the prep is there, the the professional excellence is there, and the candor is there. Yes. That's a, that's that's brotherhood to me, right? And like I said, when you get that momentum going. When you guys are constantly trying to like, let's go, let's go, let's go. That is contagious, man. You need to cherish that, bro. Bro, I will say though, that day we had multiple events. Like the day that you got married. Yeah. So like I didn't have this. I didn't have my right hand man. I didn't have my brother there. Yeah, yeah. You know? So when I saw you, man, like I saw you on top of the fire truck going crazy. I was like, dude, this guy brought the goddamn energy. Like it was... It was hype, dude. It was contagious, bro. So then I just did my thing based yeah. off that. Bro. Like I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna. Like I said, I'm gonna match yeah. you, bro. Like if you're gonna bring it, I'm gonna bring it, right? Mm-hmm. Like I'm not gonna like let it slide. Like mm-hmm. you know what I mean? I'm gonna take that personally. I'm gonna yeah. say, Yo, Manu, my groomsman, <laughs> DJ Crush. Like everyone's bringing their A game. How am I not gonna bring my A game? Yeah, right? Like, am I gonna be a buster on this day? Yeah. Or am I am I gonna fucking crown champion on this day? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So like I, I need that for my boys, dude. <laughs> I need someone to keep me honest. Do you yeah. know what I'm saying? Yes. And like, for example, if if like I, I guarantee you I won't go a couple weeks or even a few days without seeing you practicing. I won't. Yeah. I, I just literally won't see it. Like every few days, I'm gonna see Manu. This money, that money, uni, anyone. I'm gonna see something. I'm gonna see something, right? And then I'm gonna be like, "Yo, what am I doing? Amr, what are you doing to bring that energy that he's bringing?" That is a very good point. To be fair, though, Coach Vital Beats usually uh, doesn't record their practice sessions, but Jonathan likes to flaunt it. He's good at it. He's good um, at but it. But you That's know, why. you actually bring a good point. Up until this moment, in all honesty, Amr. Um, Jeffrey's asked me to record my practice sessions, and I've always laughed at him because I'm like, no, because I know what I'm practicing, I know what I'm doing. But the truth is, you're right. Uh, Jonathan practicing the way he does it, it definitely, if it can inspire people to be to ask that question, yeah, that in itself is reason enough to show that that this is what we're doing. And there's a whole bunch of that going on behind the scenes from everybody in the group yeah. that we're not showing. Yeah, and like that's the thing. Like when you guys use social media be. the right way, mm-hmm. it's not vain. Right? Do I not react to every single thing that you guys post? Right? It's because it's it's, it's because I'm like, yo, Oni's grinding, right? Yeah. Yeah. And it, it's not vain. You're not like sitting there like, oh, I'm a shit. Like we're Coach Vito. Yeah. It's like no, man. You're sitting there like in your basement or like with some, and you're 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 drumming, right? And, you, and half the time you're not really even looking at the camera, so you're not like doing this for any purpose. Right. And I'm like, right. so so inevitably, I'm gonna be like, Ummer. Are you prepping for your next podcast? Are you are you reaching out to new people, right? And it's it's not even apples to apples, right? Like you're doing something completely different, but right. because I know you and you put out that energy and I took the time to get to know you, I'm like, bro, Umar, 
get that young boy energy like Manu's got right now, right? Get that young boy energy like like when when Uni responds to you saying that like yo like put put way too sexy on your playlist. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like I know that he was thinking about that mm-hmm. off hours. Mm-hmm. He yeah. was like, yo, I'm gonna do this, and I'm like, what am I doing off hours? Am I thinking about positive shit? Am I like trying to be better? You know, because Manu's trying to be better. This one is trying to be better. Uni's trying to be better. Yeah. What what am I gonna do? Like I don't want I don't want to invite you guys over. If I if I don't have shit to say, right? Yeah. If I don't have good things to say, because then I'm doing you guys a disservice almost, right? Like you guys are hustling every single day. Why would I waste your fucking time with like mediocrity, right? So I want to I want to match you. Game recognizes game. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You're you're right. I mean that's how I see him. You know this money. I see him practice all the time. I see how he does the gigs, and I'm like I gotta learn from that. Yeah. I got if he's bringing his A game and then some. I got to bring my game and then some. Yeah. You know what I mean? And um, I, I, I hope that, you know, everyone sees our social media and has that kind of mentality. I, I, kudos to you. Because up until this point, I wasn't even thinking about it like that, you know. But that's because, you know, we're all drummers and practice, practice, practice. Yeah, yeah. Practice, practice, perfect. Hey, this guy just shows too much on Instagram. But the truth is, yeah, he, he kind of brings that out in everyone. He brings everyone questions like, okay, can we get to Jonathan's level on drama? Can we get to Jonathan's level on working yeah. consistently to be a better person? Not a better drummer, for, for example, I'm Ummer. It wouldn't be a better drummer for you. It'd be a better person, whatever it is right. that you're working on, a better right. podcaster. For me, you know, am I being the best VP? Am I, am I being the best... Um, the best right version, hand, yeah. the best version the, of yourself. Am I being the best right hand for Jeffrey Thomas, as Jeffrey Thomas is on mm-hmm. the East Coast, mm-hmm. you know? So you bring a really, Dude, really good point. Like I'll say this: I don't, I don't want to be you, bro. I don't want to be you either. But, but you trying to be the best you yes. is gonna make me be the best me, yes. right? Mm-hmm. And so that way, it's not apples to apples, but it's all love, right? Like, like. I'm not gonna try to be a better drummer. I'm not a drummer, dude. You know what I'm saying? But I'm gonna try to be the best version of Ummer that I can be. And if you're trying to be the best version of Manu, then let's link up on that, right? But I'm not. Ne- I I have nothing but love. I have nothing but uh, like unconditional love for you because your success doesn't mean I'm gonna have no success, right. right? Like we can both be successful. And if not, bro, why can I support you? Why can't I be happy for you? Why can't I bob my head when you're in the room? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Why can't I do that? So, like, you, dude, again, like, the ego, if, if, if you had ego in it, I, I'd be like, get the fuck out of my place. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, But, like, absolutely. you guys don't. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, like, what it, the fact that you guys don't have egos when someone like Waka Flocka is retweeting your <laughs> shit is... Yeah. It's pretty fucking commendable, man. Like, you know what I mean? You guys are you guys are out there, man. People know you guys. You guys are in demand, you know? And like, dude, we're sitting here, we fucking ate some Mediterranean food, we just like drank some scotch, man. You guys still made time for me, man, and I appreciate that, dude. I you know, like you guys didn't have to do this. And you guys did it, and like it's really beneficial for me, man. I'm gonna come out of this with a lot of energy, dude, to like keep moving in my in my life, you know. And I I, I want you guys to know that you do that for people, you know. Damn. Maybe not a lot of people, maybe. But enough. But if, enough. Hey, if we do but, it for one person, yeah. just one person in the world, that in itself is a, an epic win for me, dude. All right. So cheers, bro. Cheers to cheers, you, boys. Yeah. I mean, this is sick, dude. Um. But coming back down a little bit, dude. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm on I'm on. Let the record show that I'm about to shed a tear. <laughs> so I'm on um so I'm on uh, I'm on Instagram, right? And I see uh, I see Manu 
in New Orleans, <laughs> smashing on some random dude's drum <laughs> on the street, bro. It's not the only thing. Tell me about on. that a little bit, bro. So actually, I was on my brother's bachelor party, okay. you know, for his wedding, yeah. and then so I see this band, and then my my cousins are amping me up. They're like, dude, like, you know this stuff, right? Hey. Yeah, like. So I was like, dude, I was just vibing to their music. I was like, I just, I need to be part of this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? So then my, my cousin, Danny, he's like, all right, I'm just going to tip this guy money. I, I want this guy to just be part of this. I know he's feeling the vibe. Yeah, yeah. And he, he knew how excited I got listening to another, you know, live band. Right. So he was like, hey, can you give this guy a chance to just play? And then after that, you know, we just felt that chemistry together, bro. Like, it's... It was just instantaneous. Dude, like, you could see like the the reluctance. Yeah. The guy at first. He's like, yo, yeah. what the fuck is this? And yeah. Like, as soon as you start going, he's like, oh, <laughs> yo, this is fucking dope. And then, yeah. like, you know what I mean? And like, and like, after a while, like you're going in, you're going in, you're going in. And that dude's like bobbing his head. Just like I'm saying, you know what I mean? Like he's just sitting there like, oh, holy shit. This guy knows what he's doing, dude. And like, dude, like. You know, I've been to New Orleans too, man. And like, you know, you're all you're drinking a little bit, you're going downtown. Oh, yeah. And for you to be able to like turn up like a like a street like that, dude, yeah. I'm like, yo, that is like if I had a talent like that, I wish I could do some shit like that. That was fucking cool, man. man. I appreciate that, bro. And like like I said, bro, that was like, you know, a couple years into undergrad, you know, where I stopped the whole marching band stuff. So it was like nostalgic coming back into this and hearing a live band play with some brass instruments. You know? yeah. Like my cousin and my brother, they knew how happy I was like coming Dude. into that. So they're like, we'll throw whatever money to let this guy just perform with this band. You yeah. Know? Dude, that look, that look in your eyes. Yeah. Like, again, you can't replicate that. Man. Yeah. Like, you can't. You can't replicate, like, the actual love for the craft, man. And, like, I, I see that time and time again. Like, dude, you were just, like, this dude was just, like, in awe. And you were just sitting there, like, slamming it, man. Just, yeah. like, getting it done, dude. Bro, sometimes I wonder. I'm like, what do people think about, like, the facial expressions I make? Because I, I look at the videos, you know, the next day. I'm like, holy crap. Like, this is... I didn't know that I look like this when I'm playing the drums, Yo, you know? Dude, but, dude, like, real art is yeah. not polished, man. Yeah. It's really not. Like, like... If you had a like, if you had any other face than the one you have, I'd be like, this dude's faking his shit. Mm. Like this, this ain't right, man. He's trying to rehearse this, you know, dude. It's gonna be a struggle, right? Like, it's not easy to like make art. You know what I mean? Mm. Like, if you were comfortable doing it, like it's just like, really comfortable, I'd be like, there's more. Like, there's more. You need to pull out more from you, mm. right? But like, you you struggle a little bit, right? Mm. Like you you're trying to figure it out, and like you're because your eyes are so dilated, you're like in it. You mm. know what I mean? And, like, dude, if it was normal, if it was easy, I'd be like, you're not working hard enough. You know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? So, like, I can appreciate the fact that, like, every time you do it, you're you're putting yourself in a situation where you might look, you might fuck up. Like, you might look stupid, you know? But, like, it's worth it because you're going to, you're going to, you're going to dig deep and find something new about Manu in there, you know? And, like, that's what I see every time, man. Like, you should never, ever try to fuck with your facials, man. Yeah. Do it. I appreciate that. Bro. No inhibitions. You're right. No, that's good, though. I, I think every city that we go to, for example, like, we went to Dallas and Houston, and Robin Tomas, Tracy Baker, and I like to go to the nearest guitar center just to just to jam and warm up. And the moment someone comes in, and they're like, hey, can we borrow some sticks to jump on the drum set? Everyone's like, what the hell? Okay, great. And then we start playing, and I was like, oh, shit, what up? So hey. it's the same reaction, because no one knows who we are, but then we show that, you know, this is what we do. We're there not to, we're not there at guitar center to show off to anyone. We're there to do our thing be in our element get you know get warmed up yeah so you can't fake that 
cannot. It's, and and you can screw up, and that's fine. But that makes us human, and part of art is being human, and vice versa. If I say so, dude. Uh, cheers, boys. <laughs> I I think the the human component thing like is is something you can't downplay, right? It's it's the one thing that you have that no one else has, right? Like your like these two monitors right here, right? Mm. Like. Your flavor yeah. is something that no one can replicate. Yeah. You should run with that. I can't replicate his flavor, right? And, and he can't replicate yours. Exactly. Yeah, absolutely, bro. Yeah. You know, and Never. like even Uni, like you can't replicate his, like his his demeanor. Like yeah. I see it in you, mm-hmm. but it's not the same. It's not, no. right? Yeah. Like, and it shouldn't be. Like it should be different. Yeah. yeah. Right. And like that. That's the reason I I ask for you, right? Because, like I I like you know like I I know what you do. I know what Uni does, mm-hmm. but like. But today, I want this. Do you know what I mean? And no one can replicate it. Yeah. And that's why I want that. Because if it was like, you know, in this in this age that we have of automation and technology, everything mm-hmm. is really apples to apples, right? Like it, can, it can be similar. But Amr can give you something that nobody else can give you. Yes. You can't find it. Like it's right here. Yes. You know what I mean? And that's what I'm looking for. And how do you make that like desirable, right? Yeah. How do you make it desirable where like only Coach Avito beats can give you that no other no other dolly can give you what coach Vito beats gives you yeah. because that is unique intellectual property yeah. to coach Vito beats yeah and no other gender group in america can do what we do right but also like at that flavor and quality but it's because yeah the human component you're right it's not replicable you could try you're not gonna get there you're not gonna get there so that's what makes it unique yeah yeah and like that's what, the thing is like you know like I grew up traditionally like Hindu right and we have a specific type of doli right but I said I don't want that I want what I want what Manu gives right no. I want what he provides to an interaction that's respect bro you know what I'm saying seriously oh yeah man a hundred percent cheers bro I want I want that yeah like I I had options right yeah. yeah and I did my homework but I there's something that you guys give that no one else does so how how am I gonna get that. Let me get that. You know what I mean? That's right. And yeah. and I'm all about that. I'm all about that because the second you t- the second you get standardized with me, I'm done. I'm over it. You know, like the second you 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 treat me like anybody else, I'm over. I'm done. Yeah. Get out of my face. Oh no. Know? And there's a lot of people like that for sure, and we actively avoid them too because we don't need any of that. Everyone's unique in their own aspect. I I go through life thinking that. Anyone and everyone can teach you at least one thing that you do not know yourself. Yeah. You, know, you teach me, I teach you. Right. You know, and same goes for everyone in the group. Everyone has their strengths and weaknesses. We all learn from each other. Jonathan learns a little bit more about managing events from me. I learn a little bit more about, you know, sexy gender roles from money. <laughs> you know? So. For sure, man. For sure. What uh, What are some of your, um, outside of Chicago, what are some of your favorite spots to perform in? City-wise. I would say Houston, bro. Houston is. They seem to know what's up out there, man. In Texas, bro. There's something like the thing is, man. Like I, I would say obviously Chicago is number one, right? But like anywhere outside of Chicago, Houston, bro. The appreciation those guys give us, you know, and the love they have for our Miami music, is something else, man. Yeah, that crowd, bro. Houston people, shout out to you. Shout man. out to Houston, man. Yeah, I've never man. been, dude. I gotta get out. I mean, there. you can also talk. I've been to Houston many yeah. times. So, I, I, but me personally, um, I actually went to Detroit, Michigan recently with some of our guys, and this was the very first um, Coach Vito Beats gig in Michigan, uh, Detroit, um, and they have a they're, they're well versed in our music, so they know 
all this music. They know the rhythms. Um, and this is the first time ever where they've seen chenda the way we do it. Yeah, yeah. Because they're used to traditional chenda and they see it at church and they're like, eh, it's not hype. But then they saw it, so like, whatever this is, we need it. Yeah. So they have a huge appreciation. They, they know their music. So shout out to Detroit, Michigan. Um, Dallas is the same way, in my opinion. They actually understand the rhythms pretty well. Um, they understand the music, too. Um, one of our clients, Nimesh and Sharon, um, you know, we went in as vendors, right? And I, I posted this on Instagram today, but we went as vendors, but we came back as uh, lifelong friends. Nice. You know, I because I, I was it. there to make sure that their day was hype. Yeah. Uh, Nimesh and I in another lifetime could have been best friends. No oh, joke. But, sure. like, but the fact is, like, his people... They understood Mariana music. They understand, you know, hip hop. They understand the party. Yes. You know, they understand the vibe. So for them, it wasn't like very structured, but they made sure that everything partied hard. Everyone had a good time. You know, it was a vibe all in all. You know, so yeah. I, I respect Dallas for that. Dude, it seems like Texas is a spot. I've never been to Texas, man. But it seems like they got nice. they hot. got shit out there, dude. bro. They Southern the hospitality is is, is, real, is a real thing, bro. Yes. Those people, man, yeah. the yeah. way that they treat you, bro. They know how to eat, they know how to drink, and they definitely know how to party, dude. I mean, I I hear good things. So like, um, I got a couple Kana boys, mm-hmm. and they do the convention out there every now and then. Uh, so I hear a lot of good things about Texas, man. I hear a lot of really really good things about Texas. Um, but you know what, dude? I got I gotta know. You know what I gotta know about? Um, is um. What's up with that dance, man? What's up with that dance that um, Uni made you do back in the day, bro? Oh, snap, bro. I got to know about that, dude. Bro, so, like... You got the moves, dog. You got the moves. (laughs) I appreciate that. (laughs) So, growing up, man, I used to always beat my brother's pet, man. So, like, I I would always... So, the only thing that I could do is, like, I could try to nag him and then just run away, right? So, like, he would always whoop me. Every time, you know, I would do something. So... That was one of those days. You know, I would try to do something to irritate him and run away. So he's like, all right, you know, we have a webcam. My parents used to use that to video chat people in India, in India and all that stuff, right? So he's like, all right, I'm going to make a clown out of you. He just, so he took me. He was like, oh, oh you're, you're getting on my case. You're irritating me. So then he just put me on camera. He's like, we're going to post this video and humiliate you you know yeah, yeah so yeah. that's how that video came out yeah man so dude i mean you seemed into it though bro you seemed like you're about that life man oh I yeah some swag Absolutely. in there dude the head on and shit dude <laughs> that was dope dude yeah i mean that's some big brother little brother shit yeah right bro there, you know what i mean like it's no, gonna happen <laughs> bro so like honestly that that's evolved you know especially with this company bro like he's brought the best out of me yeah i i was like bro i i told him this past summer with my full-time job as a PT, I was like, hey, I have to study for this license exam. You let me know when to come for a wedding, like when to get booked, whatever. Just keep me busy all summer. Dude, He's I like, say less. I didn't know that, man. Like, yeah. So I thought I thought it was all you. Yeah. I thought you were running everything. No. And then like, you know, communicating with like him on the Coach of Vito Beats page yeah. versus you on your specific page, right, mm-hmm. for your own Instagram. I I thought it was just one dude, yeah. right? But then, like, when I'm after meeting him repeatedly, I'm like, oh, shit, y'all got a full effort behind this, yeah. man. And then once I saw, I was like, mad respect, dude, because you guys are coming at this professionally. Yeah. You know, I'm like, you got the talent, you know, over here. Yeah. And then you got the admin on the back end mm-hmm. doing the shit. And I'm like, bro, but at the same time, like, you know, what I was saying was, it feels like I'm talking to you. 
right? It feels like I'm talking to you no. because he's making it seem that way, yeah. right? And that's another bonus of what you guys do is that I feel like I'm talking to the performers mm-hmm. when I'm really not. Right, bro. I didn't know that until like recently. That that's the thing. I dude, I commemorate this guy every time, bro. Like he's the he's the body behind our success. To be honest, I mean, yeah. this guy can attest to it yeah, too. Yeah, definitely. Like I I think about the plane. That's all I want to do. I, I don't like, want to do with any directed to show up. Yeah, right. I don't want any customer service stuff. I I don't want to deal with it, bro. Yeah. So Jeff is the guy that does all that stuff. I'm like, hey, like no matter whoever reaches out to me, you're gonna have to go through Jeff. Because I want you to get the best experiences possible, and this guy will make it for you. Yeah, you know. Yeah. So he's the he's the, the gatekeeper, man. Yeah, like, he's gonna make sure it all goes smoothly. And yeah. like I said, it's seamless. I, I don't even. I didn't know. Like you know what I mean? Like I, yeah. I I didn't even know as an outsider, right? It's like you guys know on the inside. Yeah. But like again, it's a cohesive interaction, right? Yeah. Because when I communicate via the Coach of Vito Beats page, you know, you know what I said though, mm-hmm. right? Like, yeah, he, he told absolutely. you. He told you what what I said. So like so it is kind of like I'm talking to you specifically, yeah. But somebody's handling it, so you have that free of mind to just do your thing, yeah. Right. And the crazy thing is, bro, this guy will even know too. Even if it's not an event to deal with him, he's like, okay, you know, Amr said this. This is what's happening. Just in case Jeff doesn't answer his phone, we got a backup guy. I'm the backup guy, but Jeff knows that I love managing events. Like I'm a coordinator too, so um, that's what I like to do. So if there's anything, like, I developed the website, you know, and I still have to revamp the website. But, yeah, I like to help out in the back end because yeah. I like helping the business side. But I'll also, you know, like him, I also like to drum. So I'm, like, half and half in between, you know, both brothers. Yeah. So I, I, it's really interesting because I think that, you know, when, like, with, when anything starts to scale, right? Mm-hmm. Like, yep. you start putting people in compartments, right? Like, you're this, you're that, you're this, you're that. But... That's not the case with you guys, right? Like you guys still double dip in the other parts of your your business, yes. you know. We need and, to, and that's that's like a a huge benefit, right? Like even coming from a corporate environment, mm-hmm. like what I try to do at work is really know every part of this thing so that I can speak to it, yes. right? Because if I only know a specialized part, and you ask me a question, and I say no or I don't know, that's gonna be that's gonna reflect poorly on us, yes. you know. But like like. The, the cohesiveness of your unit is like is like I feel like you guys don't give yourself enough credit for that right like it's a it's a real thing because if I was talking to, to Uni and I then I that actually I'm interacting with you and you don't know what I just said that's kind of fucked up right like that's kind of like shitty because yes. um, I'm paying you for this right yes. but no that's not true like when I speak to Uni, He's communicating it down to you two or yes. to everybody else. Yes. And you guys are communicating the same thing. So I have faith on my wedding t- day that you guys have your shit together. Exactly. And the, more at baseline, that's what I want to know. Yeah. I want to know that you guys aren't like, completely in the dark. Yeah. You know no. what I mean? My goal with Coach Will Boots is to make sure everyone understands that no matter who you are client-wise, we have our shit together, so you don't have to worry about it on your wedding. It's your wedding day. Yeah. Enjoy it as much as you can. Because I've seen wedding days where like the bride and groom are completely stressed. That freaks me out. You know, right. I would never want that on my wedding day. So going to each and every one, I think like that. So that's why whether you're discuss- talking to Jeffrey, me, Jonathan, or we have a client call with all of us, we relay the information to everyone on our team. There are no questions on the day of. If there are questions, there are simple things that the coordinator could hand, handle. Yeah. If not, we take the reins for the most part and everything comes out just fine. Yep. 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 
Well, boys, I think we did about an hour and a half today. Um, time, time flew by, right? <laughs> it was really nice and easy. Seriously. I think we should do this like as an annual thing, man. We should try to do this like absolutely, um, absolutely. like once a year or something at yeah, least. Yeah. It'd be fun, bro. But, we need you as our spirit animal, man. Sometimes, like at these events, bro, like you your energy me, is contagious. You too, see me man. jumping around at places, seriously, man. man. Like, you know what I mean? We need you out there more often, bro, just to come through, dude. You know, man. What I'll, what I'll leave with, you know, is that um, you know, Coach of Vito Beats is a one of a kind brand. You know, and and you know what they bring to an engagement or an environment or an atmosphere is something that you cannot replicate. I can't put my finger on it. I can't describe it, but it's needed, right? It's something that you guys should run with. You should lean into it more. You know what I mean? You guys should run with it because it's contagious. So I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna leave it. I'm gonna leave it at that, right? But you guys, I know you guys have a lot on the horizon, right? You guys can do a lot of great things, Thank and. You. I just look forward to being, you know, not part of it, but witnessing it, right? And um, you guys are awesome, man. Thank you for connecting with me today, bro. I appreciate you guys. Thank you for having us. Yeah, it's seriously. our pleasure being here with you. All right. Good to be able to think bro. about, too. Yes, sir. <laughs> we'll, we'll do this again, right? We'll do this again. Let's do it. But um, this has been awesome, man. I appreciate you guys. Much Thank love, you, my bros. Man. Yes, sir.